A wall of cardboard, mounds of paper, and a sea of plastic totes surrounded Sutton. The large ranch office, which no longer resembled a workspace but a landfill, was in total disarray. And she was bent over one of the many piles of storage boxes, trying to reach an outlet so she could plug in the antique oscillating fan before she passed out from heat exhaustion. Ms. Calloway? Lint. Over here. She called out to her ranch foreman and realized the music from the country station she'd been blaring had been turned down. Where exactly is here? His voice sounded amused. I am on the other side of the open closet door, behind the wall of boxes. Stretching, wiggling, and grunting, she managed to get the plug into the outlet. Nonetheless, before she could enjoy the victory of air movement in the stuffy and all-too-crowded space, the pile of boxes her stomach rested on started to give. An oncoming avalanche was about to happen, and Sutton would be going along for the ride. Jumping jelly beans, she spluttered, trying to right herself. What in tarnation? Flint latched onto her and tugged her up by the waist, kicking. Her makeshift cardboard table went down for the count. A domino effect took place with the other boxes. As they toppled, dust bunnies sprouted wings and took flight. Papers caught in the warm breeze the fan created and scattered. Thankfully, she'd been saved from a nosedive disaster. Sutton supposed she should give Flint his dues. The man and his hands were strong. In fact, saving her from imminent danger seemed to be in his calling card. On her first real day after moving back to Paradise Ranch and taking over her inheritance, he'd plucked her up mid-heart-pounding run, him on his white horse like the conquering hero, and popped her derriere on his lap, side saddle. She'd been rescued from being head-butted into the clouds by Twister, a rampaging Brahmin bull paradise sold to Mason Bradley, the new owner of Triple Bar Ranch. She didn't know Mason well. He was her late father's friend, and a man her grandmother adored. Of course, the fact Mason parted ways with his father, Stratford, and left Triple Bar S Ranch more than likely kept her grams warm to him. Let's just say... If Paradise Ranch was considered one of the biggest working cattle ranches in the area, then Stratford's Triple Bar S would be on that list, too. Thus, Mason's father and her grandmother never got along. Sutton didn't know all the ins and outs of their mutual dislike, but many times she'd heard her grams refer to Stratford as a cold-hearted snake in the grass. What she did know, Stratford tried hard. million hard to get her to sell Paradise to him after Sadie Calloway passed. Sutton considered his offer for one brief second, then to his surprise, and maybe even hers, she turned him down. If the rumor mill was to be believed, her unwillingness to sell Paradise put a burr in his britches. Apparently, Stratford didn't take too kindly to the word no. Not that it really mattered. As her dear grandma would have said, the same pants he gets mad in is the same pants he'll get glad in. She could only surmise the long-standing Bradley-Calloway feud would live on, becoming something of a legend in West Texas. Are you okay? Flint asked, placing Sutton on her bare feet. Um, yeah. She swiped some blonde hair from her face and then straightened her faded, I ride like a cowgirl t-shirt. Thanks for saving me from a faceplant. He nodded, glanced at the front of her shirt, grinned, 
cleared his throat, then looked around. When you said you were going to be cleaning, you weren't kidding. Nope, I was trying to archive. But the more I dug in, the more I found it needed to be organized or thrown away before the archiving could even start. One thing led to another, and now... Sutton surveyed the disaster zone with one hand on her hip. I have this. Sarah Calloway, God rest her, wasn't in the habit of organizing or discarding. No, she agreed. She sure wasn't. Sutton picked up a sun-faded green envelope from the floor and held it up as proof. This is a Christmas card someone sent to the ranch in 1976. Flint smiled, and straight, sparkling white teeth greeted her.